Cerebral is an online mental health service that offers prescription medication, counseling, and therapy for anxiety, depression, ADHD, insomnia, and more. Cerebral is one of the few services that provides prescription medication online through a licensed provider and ships medication straight to your door. You can schedule sessions based on what's most convenient for you, and you don't have to wait weeks to be seen. And BuzzFeed Daily listeners can receive 65% off your first month of medication management and care counseling at Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed. Go to Cerebral.com slash BuzzFeed for 65% off your first month. Join Cerebral today on their mission to make quality mental health care accessible and affordable for all. Hi, I'm Flo from Progressive. Being a baseball fanatic like me can be stressful. It's not all sports points and touchdowns. So Progressive is going to help you take your mind off your team for a moment. Instead of thinking about how they missed that goal point score, think about the Name Your Price tool from Progressive letting you choose coverage options based on your budget. Unlike your team that missed the end zone net area. Well, anyway, hope this distraction about Progressive's Name Your Price tool was helpful. It sure kept me from thinking about all those penalty balls. Yay, sports! Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Gangster Chronicles podcast is a weekly conversation that revolves around the underworld. From criminals and entertainers to victims of crime and law enforcement, we cover all facets of the game. Gangster Chronicles podcast doesn't glorify or promote illicit activities. We just discuss the ramifications and repercussions of these activities. Because after all, if you play gangster games, you are ultimately rewarded with gangster prizes. Our Heart Radio is number one for podcasts, but don't take our word for it. Find the Gangster Chronicles podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcast. Jennifer Lawrence opened up about the pay disparity between her and Leonardo DiCaprio in their new movie. Model Ashley Graham isn't here for criticisms about her body. And we're talking with BuzzFeed's Jen Abador about the most chaotic holiday movies to watch and rewatch this season. It's November 24th, 2021. Hey friends, I'm Casey Rackham. And I'm Shiloh Watson. Welcome to BuzzFeed Daily. All right, so to kick things off, Jennifer Lawrence revealed that she was paid $5 million less than her Don't Look Up co-star Leonardo DiCaprio. She told Vanity Fair, quote, Look, Leo brings in more box office than I do. I'm extremely fortunate and happy with my deal. But in other situations, what I have seen, and I'm sure other women in the workforce have seen as well, is that it's extremely uncomfortable to inquire about equal pay. And if you do question something that appears unequal, you're told it's not gender disparity, but they can't tell you what exactly it is. I have a lot of questions and feelings about this. So my first thought is... Was there pay transparency? Because I feel like most of the time you don't even realize what other people are making. And I wonder if it's just the industry that they like share this information so publicly. So I'm pretty sure that this is not box office. It's Netflix. And so I'm wondering if that was taken into consideration as well, because honestly, I mean, no offense to Leo, but J-Law would bring in me as an audience member more than he would. I don't know. 100%. So it kind of like sucks. You know, I feel like it's this thing in in Hollywood where it's been like, oh, he's been around for longer. So he gets more money, blah, 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 blah. But I'm like, no, no, you can have as much as him. But also it is that thing. God, it's so stuck out because I think anyone can relate to this, whether you're in Hollywood or you are just at 
your nine to five job when you question anyone about gender disparity and they're like, no, 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 we've we've done studies and we pay fairly here. Right. Like we have the data to prove it. And it's like, and I'm like, and I'm like, I'm like, do you have the data? And because I don't understand it, if there is disparity. Right, 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 right. And it's like, if it's not like, what are they basing the difference off of? It's not acting ability. So what? (laughs) (laughs) It's all very confusing. (laughs) Okay, so moving on. After Ashley Graham shared a video of her showing off her baby bump on Instagram, one of her fans felt compelled to respond with, quote, I had twins, but I did not get any stretch marks. I hope that does not affect your career. Ashley, who confirmed she was pregnant with twins back in September, posted a screenshot of the comment in her Instagram story, adding eye roll emojis and writing, quote, gosh, still hope I have a career with my stretch marks. This comes just a month after she told Access Hollywood this. I think that um, everybody is beautiful. And I think that that's exactly what I'm just continuing to preach. Um, And my tiger stripes are coming in. And that's like such a great conversation to have with other mommies because it's just inevitable to get stretch marks when you're pregnant, especially the second time around with twins. <laughs> I, I mean, how many times do I have to say it, but bodies change. They're meant to change. She is literally growing two humans inside of her. I, people are worried about what she's going to look like. I just, I, I am like absolutely dying at the, the sentence. I hope that does not affect your career. I'm like, oh my God. How like horrible. backhanded and <laughs> passive aggressive is it? It's so yes, stupid. It's such a petty it's, comment. It's, it's also so dumb too, because it's like, okay, yes, when you're pregnant, definitely that you have a higher chance of getting stretch marks, but also stretch marks are just genetic and you can get them at any time. Yeah. I <laughs> so, have stretch marks and, and I have zero children. So <laughs> Men have stretch marks too. People have stretch marks. They are normal. We just don't see them because society and media has deemed them not beautiful. So everyone like keeps the secret and and are ashamed of them. And it's like, no, we all get them. It's normal. (laughs) I know. Okay, so with Thanksgiving tomorrow, we are now fully ensconced in the holiday season, my time to shine, and the next month will be filled with Christmas music, friends and family, and of course, my ultimate favorite, holiday movies. But rather than talk about the classics, we wanted to talk about our favorite chaotic holiday movies. Today, we're joined with BuzzFeed's Jen Abador, who's going to help us deep dive into the chaos. Hi, Jen. Thanks so much for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. Honestly, this is like my dream come true, talking to the two of you about this specific topic. So I'm very excited (laughs) to be here. (laughs) So we want to talk about our favorite chaotic holiday movies, and we knew you'd be the perfect person. But before we get into some of our favorites, what do you think makes a great, terrible holiday movie? Like, like what are the ingredients that we should be looking out for? Um, That's a great question. And I honestly, I thought about this a lot because it was really important to me. <laughs> so I made a list. <laughs> Amazing. But, okay. The first thing I think that's so important is like, it has to have a completely bonkers plot that makes just like absolutely no sense and relies on like zero logic or facts whatsoever. And the reason for that is like, you need to be able to like zone out and talk to your friends and like zone back in and then completely understand what's going on or have no idea what's going on. And it's just like, fine. <laughs> so that's number one. And I think the basic premise needs to be that like there's no real reason that it's like actually a holiday movie 
like it has to feel very <laughs> very tacked on to the plot like there's a baking contest and it's christmas or like this person is a <laughs> prince and it is december also so that i think that's like very important um you can't remember any of the plot like five minutes after you finish watching it. Cause like you need to be able to rewatch it. Got it. So that's really important to me. I would say <laughs> um, fake accents, crucial royalty of some sort, at least some kind of like fake Royal principality with like an Ovia ending. <laughs> It's very important. Yes, yes, yes. Aldova. <laughs> Genovia. I mean, Genovia is the original from Princess Diaries, but like Aldovia, Belgravia, Another thing that's like super fun with these movies is just like some kind of like lazy inconsistency or like product placement within the movie, just like for the Twitter ah, conversation yes. of it all, which I think we'll get into. Yes. But finally, on a positive note, I think just like some kind of like just irresistible charm that like despite all of those things, you're just grinning like an idiot and feeling really happy and feeling like it's Christmas, even if it's like November 5th, because that's when a lot of these movies come out. So <laughs> yes, that's true. I think Shyla would describe that ingredient as the magic of Christmas. The magic of Christmas. Well, I will say, like, as a Jew, it's really interesting because I feel like... Which I love. I love how much you love Christmas movies. Well, I think it's, like, my only... You know, it's like my only connection to Christmas. So like, I feel like my perception of what Christmas really is, is like also a little bit skewed because it's like only based on movies, but I just love them. I feel like that's still pretty sound though. (laughs) Yeah. It's a good foundation. Okay. So I want to start talking about some of our favorite movies because, oh wow. I feel like it's all we do because they're so good. But the first up is Shyla's personal favorite Cuckoo Bananas holiday movie, A Christmas Prince from the year. 2017. Yes, yes, yes. You know, it's the story of an American journalist who travels to a fictional kingdom, steals someone's identity, and falls in love with a prince. So do you think A Christmas Prince kind of like kicked off this renaissance of sort of messy holiday movies, or was it just the one that broke through in a big way? I do very much believe that Christmas Prince walked so that Vanessa Hudgens' multiple clones could run one day. (laughs) And... I, I don't know. There is just something about the timing of it. And like, I don't know. I think it was like the first and it was just such like an online moment, I think was like the thing about it. And it just, it just hit every chord. I don't know. Something there is just, as Shiloh no, would say, no, it did. I- Christmas magic. <laughs> I remember watching and be like, you know, like she's a lowly journalist who sticks out in this rich country because she has converse and like (laughs) she's taking notes on her computer that make no sense. The color and sound is slightly off sometimes. None of it is working, but all of it's working. And as soon as it's over, I was like, I need more. And we got more, baby. (laughs) For these types of movies, like the stakes are so high. It's like, (laughs) oh my gosh, like the future of the kingdom. Is at stake. The future of the kingdom is at stake, and the answer is hidden inside an ornament shaped like an acorn. Yes, oh, that is man, correct. I forgot about I feel like that. I, just I forgot the about that. Right I didn't. <laughs> you, you did. How dare you? You know. So it's like we also had two sequels. We had a Christmas Prince, the Royal Wedding, and a Christmas Prince, the Royal Baby. And you know what's so funny? I cannot remember which one it is, but one of the plot lines is that like they can't leave because there's too much snow. And I absolutely lost it when like a scene forty minutes later, when they're still quote unquote trapped in this place. 
they go to this Christmas festival that's outdoors. There's no snow on the ground. <laughs> There's no Love snow the there. And I immediately was like, okay, well, now's the chance to get out. You guys can leave now. <laughs> but no one leaves. <laughs> it's that attention to detail that you have to love. <laughs> Well, on that note, can we talk about how they recast her dad and just pretended that nothing ever happened? Like, he's supposed to be this, like, pizza man and from Brooklyn, I guess. And he's just completely a whole new person in these sequels. Just, they don't even talk about it. I really feel like these sequels were, like, a fever dream. <laughs> like, I, like I, I believe they exist. I know I watched them. Like, my friends and I had an annual viewing party for these movies. And yet, like, you're saying things. And I'm like, like... Did I like I did see this? And that is the magic. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we're gonna be right back with more from Jen Abador. It. We're tired of hearing new year, new you, fat burning secrets, and lose weight fast. The only thing you need to lose is self doubt. The body you're in deserves respect, love, and support. Support you're not getting from your current sports bra. It's time to experience the only sports bra that actually does its job and outperforms the most popular brands on the market. It's time to feel real support from SheFit. Save $10 today at SheFit.com slash 2022. I'm Colleen Witt. Join me, the host of Eating While Broke podcast, while I eat a meal created by self-made entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities over a meal they once ate when they were broke. Today, I have the lovely AJ Crimson, the official princess of Compton, Asia. Kidding, and Asia. This is The Professor. We're here on Eating While Broke, and today I'm going to break down my meal that got me through a time when I was broke. Listen to Eating While Broke on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. You may know me from Game Day View or Game Day Morning on NFL Network. Basically, any shows with the word game in it, odds are you'll find me there. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, like breaking down games, questioning Tom Brady's genetic makeup. It's going to be great. I'm also doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. We want to hear from you, fans of the NFL. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Did you commit a misdemeanor crime when you were 12 and need to tell somebody about it? Please, for the love of Roger Goodell, do not tell me. I can be held accountable. Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. We're talking with BuzzFeed's Jen Abador about some of our favorite chaotic holiday movies. So next on our list is 2019's The Night Before Christmas. That's night with a K. (laughs) It stars Vanessa Hudgens. And this is one of my favorite messy Christmas movies. You know, it was described by one of our producers as Kate and Leopold, but Christmas. And, you know, it really has everything. Time travel, fish out of water, 14th century outfits, and of course... Christmas. So Jen, where does this movie fall on your list? Because it is very high on mine. My favorite thing about you saying night with a cage is that, is that like 
the thing about this movie that I just know to be true as someone who loves puns, I am certain that the premise of this movie entirely unfolded because someone came up with that pun first and then like the rest. (laughs) (laughs) And like, if you think about it that way, it just makes so much more sense as a movie because like, you're like, Oh yeah, sure. Like, a knight yeah he's from the 14th century like but he's here but there's no logic there's no attention to like historical detail not that i know anything about historical detail but i'm i'm, I'm certain there is <laughs> <laughs> i think okay this is so random but this was my one big takeaway from the movie is that his name is sir cole which just sounds like circle and I just kept the whole time just being like, why'd they name him that? Circle. 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 Oh, no, now I can't stop thinking it that way. I'm, I'm sorry that I've done that to you. But I mean, I think this is perfect because it leads us into the final movies I know Shiloh wants to talk about because of I our star Vanessa. Because of our star <laughs> Vanessa Hudgens, who I don't know what Netflix has got on her. <laughs> Whatever it is, it is enough to make three of these movies. So, okay, it's The Princess Switch, and it's based off of the Mark Twain novel, The Prince and the Pauper. And the first movie came out in 2018. And again, Vanessa Hudgens, she's a baker from Chicago who switches identities with the Duchess of Montanero. And naturally, I mean, hilarious Christmas-themed, like, shenanigans ensue, but... Why do we think that royalty and mistaken identities make for such good movie tropes? Because they really, really do. Wasn't there that Selena Gomez movie? Monte Carlo. Oh my gosh. Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo, (laughs) yes. And it is basically the same thing. Like she goes (laughs) to this foreign place and there's like a famous person and they switch identities. They just happen to look exactly alike. I'm I'm so here for this. (laughs) Well, that's what I was going to say. Like we've seen this done time and time again. Like the Lizzie McGuire movie, like the parent trap, Monte Carlo, like all that. It's just such a comfort trope of movies. And then you just tack on Christmas, which is what they did because like the movie, it doesn't have a Christmas title. Like I honestly, I do need to rewatch it, but like they very much were like, Oh, we have to remember this is a Christmas movie. Like in many moments (laughs) of this movie. Um, But the thing about it, and I feel like this might be controversial, but like I, I think the first one is like almost good in like an almost good way. Uh-oh. Yes. Uh-oh. No, I, I completely agree. It's where the sequels come in that things really get off the rail. So the first sequel is The Princess Switch Switched Again, obviously a perfect title. And in this one, Vanessa Hudgens is not playing one or two, but she is playing three different characters, including the most chaotic person, Lady Fiona Pembroke. The accent alone is just... I I really don't even know what to say about that. <laughs> what do you think, Jen? <laughs> oh my gosh. I I just remember the day. I'm pretty sure we were we all reacted to this in real time together, but like the day that we got the press release with the description of this movie, I was like, and Vanessa Hudgens also plays party girl Fiona, and we were all like, what? This is crazy. This is amazing. <laughs> and that was like, I honestly have been chasing that high for like a really long time. It was such a good day. 
No, that was a really big high because I swear to God, I think it was like you and Shyla who were like, okay, yes, the Princess Switch switched again has is a great title, but you both were like, but why isn't it like Fast and Furious? And also, will we get as many movies as the Fast and Furious franchise? And at this rate, I think we will because Shyla, there's a third. There is a third. It is. Okay, so I watched it this weekend. Um, okay, and I before- swear to God, Shyla, no spoilers. I'm waiting until <laughs> December 1st to, to watch it, okay? <laughs> okay, that's fair. But I just want to say, like, talking about titles. So this one is The Princess Switch 3, Romancing the Star. And I am livid. Like, who at Netflix do I have to talk to? Because this is a terrible title. Like, this is... We we missed so many different opportunities for great puns. Like, I just... This was not what I wanted. But it is a heist movie. That, okay, that is what I was going to ask. Netflix tweeted out that it was a heist movie. And I was thinking, like, okay, the second one was kind of a heist movie, too, because party girl Fiona was, like, trying to steal some stuff. But now in this third the one... Throne. Th- in this, <laughs> yeah, in this stuff. third one, there's green lasers. There's there's literal green lasers, Shyla. Can you tell me about those? <laughs> I mean, basically, I mean, the premise, it's like they're trying to do like a I don't even know what to call it. But there's like this fancy thing. And this is at the crux of their relationship with another fake country. And then someone we don't know who comes in and steals it. And so the original to Vanessa Hudgens's goes to like the I don't even know, like the community service nunnery that the third Vanessa Hudgens is at and recruits uh, her and her criminal mind to uh-huh. help her, like, help them all figure uh-huh. out who uh-huh. stole this thing. Uh-huh. Okay, no spoilers, but also spoilers. Is there a fourth Vanessa Hudgens? Oh my gosh, we need to know. I know, I haven't watched it yet either because I am genuinely saving it as well. I'm saving um, it. I have, like, a, a, a date set with my friends when we will watch see, this. I, I hope it get to the point where it's like what are those uh eddie murphy movies where he's just every single character yes <laughs> i just i need that to be in the princess switch cinematic they universe. need to keep <laughs> happening and well it's just like i can't believe I, I hope that they don't keep it just a trilogy because i feel like they could just keep going for like, 10 movies 15 movies like honestly the more the merrier with vanessa hudgens is i mean if we if we get that and if vanessa hudgens does an accent for each new character i mean give her the oscar that's talent <laughs> marlon brando could not do the princess switch but vanessa hudgens <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it <laughs> in terms of trilogy oh my gosh um, <laughs> right right Okay, Jen, thank you so much for joining us today to talk about some of my favorite things. And definitely let me know what you think of the movie when you watch it. I need to know. Oh, I you will be getting a long letter. (laughs) (laughs) I can't wait. I can't wait. Thank you so much for having me. This was like truly the best part of my week. So that's it for today. Come back and join us on Monday after the holidays. And remember, stretch marks are normal. BuzzFeed Daily is produced by Dan Bauza, Frank Capello, and Jess Goodwin. Special thanks to Erica Nedanine and Samantha Hennig. Be sure to subscribe to BuzzFeed Daily on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you go for your podcasts. And please take the time to leave us a rating and a review. It helps us figure out what you like about the show versus what you love about the show. And remember to come back for more of the biggest stories on BuzzFeed, coming to you daily. Hey, Lethal listeners, Tig here. Last season on Lethal Lit, you might remember I came to Hollow Falls on a mission, clearing my Aunt Beth's name and making sure justice was finally served. But 
I hadn't counted on a rash of new murders tearing apart the town. My mission put myself and my friends in danger. Though it wasn't all bad. I'm gonna be real with you, Tig. I like you. But now, all signs point to a new serial killer in Hollow Falls. If this game is just starting, you better believe I'm gonna win. I'm Tig Torres, and this is Lethal Lit. Catch up on season one of the hit murder mystery podcast, Lethal Lit, a Tig Torres mystery, out now. And then tune in for all new thrills in season two, dropping weekly starting February 9th. Subscribe now to never miss an episode. Listen to Lethal Lit on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, and I'm doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. (laughs) Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It's time to gear up for the NFL postseason. Yes, Head over to NFLshop.com today for the largest assortment of officially licensed gear. I need it! NFL Shop is your destination for jerseys, t-shirts, headwear, and more. Oh, you're sweet with it! Come back after the game for the best selection of NFL gear anywhere. How you like that, baby? Rep your team pride with styles fit for the whole family. To shop now, go to NFLshop.com.